you know, now it's time to learn how things work and, and what's realistic and what's going to do this and what's going to do that. And the whole creative journey is still, well, creativity and it's bringing something into existence that was never there. And how are you supposed to bring something into existence that was never there on rules that are already set? So it's kind of like, I like that. I like that. Welcome to the Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangum. God is preaching a sermon to the world through people's lives. People's experience, history, and testimonies all point to some amazing attribute of God that you too can experience. I interview revolutionaries, fire starters, and troublemakers. This podcast is here to be a voice of encouragement in your life. A voice that says, with God you can, and with God you will step into the abundant life. So let's get rolling. Hey guys, before we get started on this amazing conversation, I don't want to spoil who's going to be on the show. I'll wait for that for the intros. But I do want to just tease you with this one thing. At the very end of the show, the indie pop artist I have on the show has an unreleased song that will exclusively be released at the end of this podcast called Surrender. So you got to wait till the very end and give it a listen. Let's get started. So today on the Kindling Fire podcast, uh, I got my buddies here and my son. I'm so excited. So uh, we're going to be talking about living a creative life. And all of us in some way or another uh, have kind of a bit of a creative passion. And so what I want to do is I just want to kind of go around the room. They can introduce themselves, uh, talk a little bit about what you do creatively. And then we're going to get into the conversation. And this is David's office, by the way. It's an epic place to shoot. This is David. You probably don't know that. But let's let's start well, there. Well, <laughs> let's let's go ahead and start with you. Welcome to the inside of my brain, <laughs> more or less. Um, my name is David Weiss. I am a designer by uh, both passion and training. And uh, I most of my career, uh, as you can see around here, I love cars. Uh, wanted to get into car design, but um, as a friend of mine said, the wheels fell off and I ended up doing boats. So it's mostly boat design, yacht design, that sort of thing. But I like getting into design of all kinds of products and transportation, that sort of thing. Uh, done all kinds of different sorts of creativity over, over my career. Kind of an arsonist of creativity on the Kindling Fire podcast. Uh, yeah. Just set creative fires different places and, and try and pour gasoline on them appropriately. So that's what I do. <laughs> appropriate fire burning where it's appropriate. Exactly. exactly. I love that you used appropriately. Let's, let's go to you, Andy. Uh, my name is Andy Poe. I'm a storyteller at heart. I've been a filmmaker. I've done radio, <laughs> television, uh, video production, theater, all sorts of things. So mostly behind the camera, as we say, directing and producing things. And also, I've um, something I wanted to do for a long time. I did um, photography and video work, but I always wanted to paint. So that's something I've been exploring is painting over the last 15 years, actually. And I feel like I'm just getting started doing that. So mostly abstract design ideas, but I'm getting into like impressionist kind of ideas, like a bit Monet, a bit Van Gogh kind of ideas and stuff like that. So I love texture. I love color. I love the interaction of that, but to me, even painting is all about uh, story. 
So to me, that's that's the exciting For thing. Sure. But I just love being creative and um, <clears throat> making up stuff, you know, and seeing where it goes. And half the time when I start an idea, I don't even know where it's going to go. You know, I might start with like, oh, I'm going to do something in blue or whatever, and then who knows where it's going to go. But that's part of the fun of, yeah. of living the creative life, which I think is something we're going to explore today. So the the um, I use your painting as the podcast template for like the art that we use. So that's a painting that we have in our house called mm-hmm. Sunflower. Uh, I believe it's called Sunflower. It's I about think it's a sunflower. The Sunflowers. The but. Sunflowers. So, <laughs> the, but, uh, but and anyway, your wife tells me I still need to sign it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's that's some of a- a- Andy's work. Uh, before we go to my awesome son, uh, one last thing: you have um, you have a heart to do a podcast on creativity. You want to just say something about that? Yeah, and it's still. I mean, it's been kind of on my heart or in my brain for years, which is the way ideas sometimes sit there and percolate and. I was actually in Colorado for a uh, uh, men's ministry retreat last fall, and I had an extra day, and I hung out and kind of sketched all this out. So here I am almost a year later, and I still haven't launched it, but my idea is something like this where I have conversations with creatives, and we talk about what the process of creativity is, which I know is some of the things we're talking about today. But the idea is called, it's called the Artworks Cafe podcast. So it's like artists hanging out at cafes, and it, there's a lot of history there with writers and painters hanging out, yeah. you know, around cafes and doing that. So my idea is the same kind of thing we're going to do today: is you know, sit around and talk to guys and see where it goes. Yeah. People should Google that in about three months. Uh, yes, but <laughs> depending dead on when lines. this podcast is out, dead lines, dead lines. <laughs> I do need that, like you know, a bit of a we deadline. All do. We all do. It's on the record, baby. <laughs> Right. <laughs> all right. So thank you right, for that. So let's let's go to my son. So why don't you introduce yourself and tell right. us what you do? I'm uh, Olin. I'm the son of Troy, <laughs> and I, like I am uh, I'm a musician. So that is kind of my creative avenue. So all things sound. So yeah, that's that's the short the short of it. I uh, sing, guitar, uh, produce. Uh, sound engineer, so <clears throat> I just like sonically kissing your ears, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, so how would you how would you describe your music? What's what kind of um, how would you describe it? My 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 music, I would say, is definitely more like indie rock, genre in, in, indie pop. Yeah. Just so abstract. I'm just way <laughs> ahead of everybody. I just feel like <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, but the indie indie kind of indie indie rock indie pop music is is what I what I like doing. So I just do that. Yeah, it's and really, uh, really good stuff. Performer, just fantastic, and I'm absolutely a fan. <laughs> so so uh, hopefully as part of this show, I'll I'll share some some a song or two, or, or at least there'll be links. Find out. There'll find be the links. links below. Find we need a soundtrack under. Yeah, this. so he's on Apple. He's on Spotify. It's Olin with the slash. That's right. Uh, so. So you guys know me, I'm Troy, but creatively, I guess what I can say is that um, I just like a lot of things, and I've tried a lot of things. Uh, obviously, this podcast is kind of a creative <clears throat> brainstorm uh, of mine and the, and the Lord's. Um, wrote a book, and so I feel like I find a lot of my voice in writing. And so um, part of the reason we're here is I've been kind of stuck and, and I've been wanting to lean on you guys to kind of talk about the creative process and how you guys kind of 
work through that. So that's one of the, the genesis of this, this show itself. And, uh, and then, you know, I've dabbled in things. Like, I, I love photography. I've been able to get into art shows with some of my work. Um, so I just like a lot of things creative, and I certainly love this topic. So you guys just watch us have a conversation. We're not going to talk to you anymore. We're just going to talk to each other. <laughs> so, um, so we do have a structure. So I want to I wanna start off. Hold on, we're, we're artists and creatives. We struggle with structure. <laughs> That's right. right? No structure, no structure, no structure. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to read a poem to get us started. Uh, so I, I was exposed to this poem through a book called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Uh, it's a poet named Jack Gilbert who is a fascinating character. Uh, but this is a poem he, he wrote called We Must Risk Delight. And what I want to do is I want to put it out here and then I want you guys to listen and then just whoever wants to respond and we'll just go from there I got plenty we can cover so so let's start here we must risk to live uh, you must risk to live your most creative lives as a means to fight back against the ruthless furnace of the world without bravery you will never realize the vaulting scope of your own capacities Without bravery, you will never know the world as richly as it longs to be known. Without bravery, your lives will remain small, smaller than you ever wanted your lives to be. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> <That's a lot. laughs> that's great. I think I think you know. I love that he's sort of aggressive and the in the in in sort of the call to creativity because it's something that you know the the that quote about you know the artist is the child that survives in 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 all of us and there's there's something threatening to creativity i think to people in general but it's also core to our being but it's something that we tend to sort of beat out of <laughs> other people and I've had that I've definitely experienced that in my journey mm-hmm. um, but but the 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 almost threat there of you want to live a small life don't risk stay in a stay in a box don't create don't try things don't you know don't risk so I love it I think it's I think it's well articulated and relevant yeah, I think, um, and I'm not going to give these stats right, but I was reading something where kids, like, you know, first through, like, whatever, fourth grade or whatever, kindergarten, there's all creatives. Like, 95% of the kids at that age, they think yes, abstractly, yes, they think outside that. the box. But as they go on through school, by the time you get to middle school or high school, it's down to, like, 5%. So the fact is, you take everybody that can be creative and you shrink them down and, or as you say, beat it out of them, mm-hmm. whether it's the system or the world or whatever. Yeah, so think about, so the ones that survive are the ones that like, you fight through no matter what, mm-hmm. you know. It's, I, I'm always excited, just as a painter and even as a writer, is when you look at the blank page, it's really scary sometimes just to look at a white screen or whatever, but it's also kind of exciting because mm-hmm. there's so many possibilities there. But the world's gonna tell you, you can't do it, you know, whatever you do, it's not good. You know, there's so much, even your own voices in your head, or maybe I'm the only one that has voices in their head, but. <laughs> and you don't even need the voices in your head. Uh, I've, I've been told multiple times, ever think about just getting a real job? Oh. Like, that's, that's from a friend. 
Like, mm. you know, so, you know, there's, there's definitely tension <laughs> when it comes to creativity, I think. So, so let me, let me before, I, before I let you speak, I just want to say this thing. We're all at different seasons. Mm-hmm. Right? I, yeah. uh, and so I love that you're here. Yeah. Because you're early on when when he's has That's stories great. when he has stories up I heard people say to this you were probably in his kind of yeah, age yeah. range mm-hmm. okay so that's all I yeah. wanted to say what were you gonna say yeah well what I was gonna say is like I feel like kind of like the <clears throat> takeaway that I kind of like was getting from from the poem is and everything is not that it's like kind of it and instead of a sense of it being like oh like you need to take risk in the sense of like you need to live like a um risk i i not like a risk-filled life but like doing out outlandish things i feel like it's more so of a sense of like i feel like being creative is a risk in it of itself and kind of like it's it's you can't be realistic and be creative at the same time like they don't kind of fit together and what you were saying was kind of like you have to embody this like childlike <laughs> sense of 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 thinking um towards creative like things and even what you were saying where it's like you know the more older people get the less creative they are and i i think that well the only reason for that is because you you grow up you go through school and you kind of get this beaten into your head from every everything being something that is of, of interest and, and so new and so so unique because it's never been seen before by you to it being you know now it's time to learn how things work and and what's realistic and what's gonna do this and what's gonna do that and the whole creative journey is still, well creativity and it's bringing something into existence that was never there and how are you supposed to bring something into existence that was never there on rules that are already set so it's <laughs> well kind of said. like oh, that's I like good. that I like that yeah Preach. so my yeah. drop yeah. Yeah, that was good that's, yeah. and I think that's as artists you're I won't say it's your job but you I think you're driven to see things in a different way you know you, you, you feel the world you you know like I was walking in my yard today with my dog and looked down and I'm watching a snail crawl between two blades of grass and he's less than two inches long but I'm just fascinated by him moving there and doing his thing but I mean if I'd have just been chasing my dog which is what I do a lot I would have missed that but for a moment I'm like stopping and seeing you know part of God's creation and seeing the creativity of the snail but to me it's artists do that we feel things you know some things overwhelm us but at the same time, our job is to like see things in a different way. So, like you're saying that don't exist. We see things that don't exist. Mm-hmm. That the reason we're here is you can tell the snail story and all of us be like, "Wow, that's awesome!" <laughs> right? Because yeah. because it is. Because it's like, "Wow, you were able to slow down enough to see something so small and appreciate it." Whereas it feels like the world is just like, "What is wrong with you?" And it's like there's a real judgment on it. Mm. which is part of that bravery to be sort of like, well, I want to look at this or I want to appreciate this or I want to be sensitive to things. And it feels like there's an outside pressure to not be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Does that make sense? 
Oh yeah, all so, too all too well. I love what you said about you know, you're not gonna create new things following old rules. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, really and the, the, the put that on the t-shirt. Yeah, really. Uh, I mean, you think about the structure that we interact with out there in the world. I mean, structure structure is is right and good and important in life and and in many many different places. But you also have to realize that the structures that have been built in the world around us are generally built by people that love structure. Mm-hmm. And so trying to interface with that is generally uh, something where you're trying to plug in as a creative or avant-garde individual with something that, you know, whether it be education or the professional world or something like that, you know, there, there are a lot of structures built in those spaces but the, those structures are built by people that love that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, but we still have to, the, the rest of us still have to deal with those structures because the people that went there and built those structures first were people that are passionate about structure. And you know, that's, you know, that's something that I've had to grapple with through school and through my professional life, et cetera, is, I mean, if, if my wife was here, I could just point at her and say, don't and she'll finish the sentence which is something I say all the time don't accept the world as it's presented to you mm-hmm. that's that's one of my mm. things I return to over and over again because because the world will be presented to you in a in a certain way and it the the, the one of the most fascinating things you can experience in life is pushing back on it and realizing it moves <laughs> nice mm. you know nice so i just was thinking yeah. truth you know, we have things packaged to us that say it's truth, mm-hmm. but sometimes it isn't truth. So even your your structure and your system you're doing, it may not be true. Well, somebody built that. Yeah. And yeah. And so let me let me throw out another quote. So this is the by the founder of Stussy. <clears throat> so Stussy was like a surf brand back in the day, and he said, uh, "The more creative a person is, the less they have an ability to see reality." <laughs> Their reality is their vision, which is which is kind of what you were talking about. Yeah, like really. it, it's like, well, they have a problem seeing reality or seeing this. And I was like, I got a quote for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that question I was asked: Did you ever think about getting a real job, quote unquote, real? Yeah, yeah. Because so. what I'm doing is not reality. You know. Yeah, I think it's um. I think it's, this is just like a, a side comment about like saying like people will say like get like get like a real job and like this it, it's 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 funny because I feel like growing up in like just kind of like what I'm surrounded with like around around just in my life is I feel like the the struggle for me and like a lot of people that I know which this kind of like ties into the first thing you were wanting to talk about is not it's not that it's this um it's it I feel like it's pretty accepted for people to have a unique job and like you should really go after like what you want to do but I feel like where a lot of like the struggle for people like me and just like some people I know that I'm surrounded with is 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 that there's a a huge push now to mechanicalize it so it's kind Mm -hmm. of like it's taking new, the new structure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so exactly. it's I feel Same like as with, the old put structure. it in a box. Yeah, yeah. So for 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 me it's like it's like somebody if I'm like, yeah, 
I do music, I, I feel like a, a, a big response I kind of get right now is kind of like, kind of like, whoa, like, like, what are you doing? Like every day, like, what have you done? Like, ha- like this push to like build this this giant resume and this giant, you you have to be always working and always doing this and always doing that, and which is is been for me like leading into this slump of like, you know, I'm I'm trying to be creative, but I have nothing like, f- almost fueling that creativity, which is like leads into well, if I can't mechanicalize my my creativity and I can't I can't follow structure to to get to that creative spot how do I do that and so that's also one of the books we were just talking about that I've been reading uh, the new Rick Rubin book uh, it's like a creative way of life or something like that and uh, the first the first bit is is talks about kind of like how you set yourself up to live creatively and kind of like how he put it is that that creatives like you you are not a creative person like you do not out of thin air come up with these ideas that's not really how it works it's more so of how you live your life and live your life in a sense of like ah in a way like you're always going back to that childlike way of thinking where it's you're you're finding more things that you like and you're living in a more present um kind of um, curious way of living yeah, is, I guess is a, is a good way to put it so it's kind of like not mm. only the questioning your reality and not living by the standards of, of of taking reality as it is but going further as to to always be in a state of trying to to see what's different and why you like that mm-hmm. and kind yeah, of that's that what curiosity fuels fresh. creativity which I feel like there's there's almost to push against that because you have to have this this output all the time yeah and it's like it's it's Mm. kind of getting to a point where i feel like a lot of people don't take the time to make sure they're getting that that input as well you know absolutely well so good i'm so glad you came on the show (laughs) that just got anybody want to respond i i just i want to second that and say that having been in a relatively high pressure creative career for almost 20 years now uh that sort of that pressure and that structure for creativity on demand as i call it um Mm. is is real and it's and it's something it's not constant but it is something that shows up fairly regularly and as a result um one of the most crucial components for me has been to protect and curate and and grow that curiosity and that and maintain it and sort of you know almost like it's a it's a it's a plant or a garden or something where where you know if if those leaves start to wilt a little bit figuring out okay I gotta I gotta do something to and it's and it's weird because it's it, it part of creativity can and should be very organic and 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 natural and just yeah. a normal outflowing. But it, at the same time, <clears throat> true creativity requires intention, intentionality, intent, and as as sort of a counterpart that sort of stands behind that intention, you need that fuel 
of that curiosity, that awe, that passion. And I've been through plenty of dry spells where I've sort of hit a wall and those leave, leaves of creativity start to wilt and I just want to go lie down and eat ice cream. But the, the, I've, I, over years I've learned where these fuels come from and what, what, where the, where I get sparked and, and, and mm. caught on fire again. And, um, and it is pretty amazing to be able to go and protect that curiosity and feed it mm-hmm. in an intentional way and see it come back to life. I've been in places in the last year where I just, I, I, I hit a wall and felt like the tank was empty and, and it, it's a pretty it's a tough spot to be as a creative to, to f- not feel that spark and that inspiration and that pressure that w- will to, to, to just like I, I you know jump out of bed in the morning I've got this that I've, I've got so much to share with the world and to not feel that way yeah. um, it feels it feels very disorienting well it feels like death I'll it feels like death. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a word yeah, exactly. it feels like <laughs> that's death. what it feels like to be but the amazing the amazing thing <laughs> is it, you can you can answer that you can plug back into the source mm. if you mm. if you if you pay attention enough to the things that bring you to life that make you come alive and you know i i've been i've been in places where i've just felt that death for you know one or two or three days or or or, or longer even but generally it's it's for me it's it's two or three days and i can't stand it anymore and I've got I will I will clear the decks and I will spend a whole day or a half a day just going to fill the tank and it's amazing how effective it is like how do you fill the tank yeah that's that's exactly Sorry, where I was going like that <laughs> yeah. let's let's do that like well, let's get into because I know how curious you are because that's a word you I am use over yeah, and over again when we talk um, I there there's different different ways that I fill the tank different times um, one of those is you guys saw when you came in here earlier but I've got I have I I, I constantly curate because I'm a, a visual designer and I'm designing all kinds of different products and shapes and solutions and forms and all of that sort of uh, detail and I, I have I think somewhere as close to a hundred thousand images in this inspiration image library mm. that I, I turn I make all of my computers slide through those in random order all the time and even it's not just when the 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 um, the, the screensavers are on even even my you can you can set it so your desktop background changes every five seconds or every 30 seconds or something like that and it's pulling surprising things that you forgot about in from mm. that hundred thousand images um, and so that's one way to do it. And other ways are to, um, I've identified uh, artists, uh, designers, directors, um, writers that really somehow tap something deep in me. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, the, the, the mistake I think I made somewhat earlier on in life was to just sort of, get zapped by something and go wow that's cool that's great now and just like the rocket goes off and <laughs> onto the off to the races and without putting it like a bookmark at that place and like this 
made a difference mm. and sort of giving yourself sort of a waypoint to go back to that later rather than just grabbing that inspiration and shooting off to the moon you know take yeah. a moment and make a note this thing hit me yeah. and I'm going to I'm going to make a point of, of capturing this in some way so that I can come back here and so that's that's and that it's movies it's books it's music it's design and and it may be something completely different for you it may be a snail in the grass but like find out what those things are and bookmark them and also i mean look around surround yourself yeah. with stuff that yeah that sparks sparks you. you yeah yeah so so let's get practical uh, so you what would you get in that space and uh, what do you, what do you what what how to recharge my batteries yeah, or how yeah, to, yeah. I was thinking I had a studio space in downtown Raleigh for several years and I you know I'm working on the wall and hanging pictures up and stuff and I started reading books and, and a guy I read several years ago said you know you borrow from the past you borrow from other artists you borrow from other creatives you know like musicians composers listen to the people before them and they you sort of steal ideas, but you're you're learning how to be the the artist you want to be. Yeah. I started writing on my I had a you know a white wall to paint on, and I started making notes on the paintings, and then I started reading, and I come across a great quote in a book, and I started writing Bible verses, and I started writing quotes from Monet and Van Gogh and Hans Hoffman, who's a, a colorist and a teacher and stuff. And I just would write notes on the wall. And sometimes even then when you're sitting in your space and you've got all these ideas up there, you're looking for a new idea. And I would just read these notes up there on the wall, you know, and they would either inspire me or make me go, oh, that's a great idea. And one of the ones, and I can't remember who, who quoted this or who, who said this, but they were talking about being bored. And the fact that even, you know, sometimes your tank runs out, but sometimes it's just you're bored. You've run out of ideas or you've like, you're looking for something new. But the quote is to the effect that actually boredom is a friend of an artist because it makes you think and stop and see something in a different way, kind of like what you're saying, something that doesn't exist. So to me, it was, I'm inspired by what other artists do. I read a lot of like autobiographies and stuff. I just finished, I think it's called Mad Enchantment, which is about... Um, Monet and his life and especially even toward the end he's working on these giant paintings that are now I believe in the Louvre in mm -hmm. France but it, it inspired me because here's this guy who's been a painter his whole life and people said he had the best eyes in the history of the art world he could just see things and he could paint colors mm -hmm. and stuff and he had all these gardens that inspired him but here this guy is in his 80s and he's struggling with his health he's also struggling with how to make this thing work like here's a guy who's been painting for 60 or 70 years of his life and everybody's like, you know, this guy's a genius and he can't figure out how to make these things work. And he's 80. And he's 80 and he's struggling. So that's it inspired awesome. me that I that's can keep a, creating. Yeah, that's a really But cool. also the fact that, you know, here's a guy who's done this his whole life and he is a painter and he's one of our masters and he struggles with that. So that inspires me is the fact that I'm borrowing ideas and figuring out how other people, yeah, yeah. Other people live their good. lives on the journey and stuff. To me, I love music. I love being seeing a live band. You know, lots of different kinds yeah. of music. That's inspiring. Walking into an art gallery is inspiring. I love being outside. I mean, I'm I'm a bit of a sunflower in that I need the sun. The winter, I start kind of winding mm -hmm. down a little bit. But 
to me, I love being outside. I love fresh air, hiking, camping, anything like that. So yeah, sometimes just even traveling, you know, rolling the windows down. You know, on the way over here, we've got a really nice day today. You know, the weather's great. I had the windows rolled down. I have the music playing in my truck, and I'm driving over here, and I'm just like, I'm like, I've got phone calls to make, and I'm like, no, I'm going to go talk about creativity. So I need to kind of yeah. get in this this zone in this space and stuff. So, But like you said, what cultivates my heart? You know, what, what do I feel that I need? And I do yeah. want to say that uh, it's something I, I meant to mention, but there are, there are times where going back to the same well, you know, my, that well might be dry. And, True. and something that I also will do is like with those, with those images that are, that are spinning on, on my devices that I design on and that sort of thing, there, there are periods where I, I've seen the same stuff a few times and it's just sort of, it was, it was, it was sparking for a while, it was hitting for a while and it's not anymore. And I'll go in and scan through some stuff and I'll, yep, seen that a thousand times, seen that. Mm. And I'll pull that into an archive and then I'll, 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 I'll dedicate, I'll, de- I'll, de- I'll dedicate a, a period of time to go hunt new stuff. And it's, it might be similar but it's truly fresh. It's truly new, and so you know, like keeping keeping the tank not just full of stuff that you already know works, but being open to discovering new kinds of fuels is yeah. another piece of the puzzle. I just had a quick thing on that. I used to be when I had my art studio. There were several artists down the street, and there was a painter down the street that I'm a big fan of. And I would go in and hang out and talk to her. And one day I'm in there and I'm watching her paint, and she's been doing this for 45 years, you know, and I'm like, why does your black look different? And she's like, oh, it's got blue in it, or it's got yellow in it, or something like that. So even talking to other artists, mm-hmm. it's like, how did you do that? Oh, I mean, mine's not going to look like yours, but now that gives me something to chew on and think about. Yeah. Now I go back and figure out how do I make my black look like that, <laughs> or you know. Yeah, that's good. Um, I know we've been kind of been going. So <laughs> do you yours. have anything you want to offer? Well, um, yeah. Well, I got a couple of things that some of them are just like comments to what y'all were saying and kind of like just something I've been thinking about while y'all were talking is is because kind of like kind of kind of thinking back to like you know we're we're supposed to be answering like what what we kind of do to to recharge those like creative batteries and like like what kind of gives us that that new inspiration and I feel like Mm kind of kind of to back it up and and you were saying some of the hardships of like trying to find that it's like things get bland but mm-hmm. also boredom could yep. be be an artist's <laughs> best friend so that's a, like a lot but also um like for for me personally I was thinking about like when, when I when I think about like mu- music for me it's just like the avenue that I, I know the best creatively so that's what I'm gonna use so it's like with, with music when when I'm sitting down to write a song this like kind of what I think in my head is I'm like all right like the the best songs in the world are gonna be the most genuine songs in the world and so that the, I, I think and I think that's true for for most art that the yeah. the best art in the world is the most raw unhinged emotion that you can mm-hmm. put into whatever you're doing mm-hmm. and nice. so so for me with music it's kind of hard sometimes to sit there and be like well how, I don't know what's genuinely like me at this moment, and and so yeah. it, it's kind of like I've been kind of shifting my my view on that to kind of be like, it's not the most the only reason thing that makes it the most unique is kind of like 
it's it's a thought. It's not a it's not like a sentence or like a uh, I, I guess guess like a it's a not your art is not a statement. It's a, it's like a thought process, and that's kind of like mm. I feel like where you find find the beauty in art, whether it be like uh, a painter is, is is painting something, and like Van Gogh probably just was like doing whatever like throwing stuff at a page or, or maybe had a gen idea of what he was going to do and then he messed up got upset and now there's this part of the painting where he kind of was maybe thinking he was ruining it because he was so upset but turned it into something beautiful and now people can look at it and be like oh like that's like mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what they would say be like oh this chaos and, mm-hmm. and, and, and beauty like come together to create this 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 process of, of, of thought so it's kind of like helping artists in a way it's like we use that avenue to like go through those things and now to, to bring it back a little bit like when I think about like trying to um, create the, the best art and like what I do to recharge that sometimes I get stuck in this spot where it's like I don't know I don't know like I'm not gonna sit here and act like I know myself fully right now right, or yeah, like sure. I know everything I can mm deconstruct every thought every mm-hmm. feeling and so yeah. that I can present the most true piece of me mm-hmm. um, uh, whether it be mm-hmm. like music or whatever I'm doing and it's one of the hardest um, things to do yeah to know yourself find yeah. your voice yeah. yeah I think that's that's a good way yeah. to put it and yeah and so, and so when I think about like kind of getting that back for, for me it's more so like whatever whatever is new I feel like I'm trying to find some more things that are like kind of like things I can go back to and do consistently but it's like for me it's just like kind of like going going to places where I feel like I feel the most whether that be like Mm. wherever I can kind of get out of my head Mm -hmm. so whether that be like I feel like nature is 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 a big one for me just like being outside (laughs) being around family like anything that makes me stop thinking and just kind of like mm-hmm. being which is like so important yeah and um to just mm-hmm. like to be and think but also another side of that that for me that I've been finding a lot of like inspiration is that like just like I, I feel like that a lot of things that like in the creative space that um at least I don't hear too much is like just with like God and everything like having having um getting to like know God and stuff has really been kind of like rejuvenating some of that creativity for me because it's kind of going back to a sense because it's like I'm never gonna understand God but the, the fact that I'll never be able to do that and that I'm always can learn these things and feel things that I've never felt before through him brings up a whole new perspective on things and kind of helps me well, and he's, really he's a creator and he's, it, he, he, he wasn't a creator back at the beginning he was then and and is still, still is. creating now like and even in the world to come like i think that that you know it's part of the character of god to create and and part of what he put into us yeah i think and, you would say he wasn't only a creator right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah the very and beginning, and, yeah. and right correct and and he's not going to stop being a creator at some point that's part of his nature yeah. Yeah. and me, it's also uh, in us as well let me give so, you an Oswald Chambers quote. It says, The call of God is like the call of the sea. No one hears it but the one who has the nature of the sea in him. I'll say it again. The call of God is like the call of the sea. No one hears it 
but the one who has the nature of the sea in him. And I want to translate this and the call of God to create the compulsion, the desire, the drive, the allurement, the, the pull of God to want to, he's made us in a certain way. He's made his creation in a certain way to have a desire to create. And that call is like, no one can hear it. They're kind of like, well, why do you want to do this? Or why do you want to do this? Or why would you do that? And why wouldn't you do something else? It's just like, when you feel that compulsion and that pull and that, that almost like God is like around the corner, like saying, come here, I want to show you something. Mm -hmm. And you see, you catch a glimpse of God saying, I want to show you something. I want to take you somewhere. Mm -hmm. People that have it in them, the nature of the sea, the call to create, that creative spark, they they get pulled by that. Mm -hmm. And not everybody has that and gets pulled by it and is interested in it. Not everybody would think this is an interesting conversation. But <laughs> yeah. to me, I love this conversation. Because yeah. every part of it is is a piece of a puzzle that I can be like, I can, I can use that. I could take that. Mm -hmm. That can help me. Right? Absolutely. I don't know if you guys feel that similar. Absolutely. I, I, yeah. It's interesting. I think we've been having this conversation for years, the three of us, and mm -hmm. you're yeah. involved now. And, and we've been having this conversation. <laughs> you guys, but we've sat around campfires, we've had dinners, you know, we've, yeah. we have, we've run in the same circles for several years. I'm thankful David introduced me to you several years ago. And yeah. it's so, yeah. and that comes up a lot because David mentioned a few years ago about how each of us have like a tiny facet of who God is and a tiny glimpse of that. And I think some of us are a little more tuned in in some ways and we feel it. So it is that, it's that call to the sea. It like, it's when you like see a sunset or you're hiking on a mountain to me and I just like, oh my gosh. Um, earlier, this, no, this was about a year ago. I, I was up in the mountains and I was hiking my, with my dog and it's like 4th of July weekend and I'm up there and I go up to a ridge line in Western North Carolina and it's above where we have a little house. And I go up there because I, at the end of the day, if it's not raining, it doesn't matter the weather otherwise, because I've been up there and the snow's been up to, you know, above my <laughs> knees. I want to watch the sun go down. Mm -hmm. And so I go up there, my dog's running around doing his thing, and I'm watching the sun go down, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, that was so beautiful. And I said something like, thank you, God. And he says, thank you. And I said, for what? And he said, you came up here. And I'm like, oh. And I said, well, you know, I, and I, in my, this is where you kind of, you say, oh, wait a minute, well, it's not just me, you created a sunset for everybody. And he's like, well, but you came up here to see it. And that always gets me, because I'm having this short conversation with him, because he's like, telling me that he created this sunset just well, for I think me. any artist can, can <sighs> relate to somebody else seeing our art, whatever it may be, and going, oh, wow, that's, that's a precious moment, where somebody sees the same vision you know, that you spent hours or days or months or years right. creating right. and somebody goes, that's great. So that is why we're here <laughs> because nice. if you think of God as a creator with all these concepts and ideas and beautiful nature and all this stuff and, and we get to see it, think of how the heart of God just leaps. Amen. Because we all, what you just said, I've told the experience of that. If, it, if I've ever done anything and somebody said, thank you, I see it, I right. see you, I see the value, I see yeah. what's behind it. Yeah. It just does something inside of you that just says, yeah, yeah this is worth it. And God I should himself do more is not above that. And, that. and that's my point. 
God, when we take oh. a moment, his yeah. emotions towards that is like, yeah. it's, it's like we are a reflection of that. Yeah. We yeah. just taste a tiny sliver of that. Yeah. Think of when we turn to God by our own choice and say, I see that. Yeah. I see that, God. I see the value of that. I never saw that before. I never felt that before. Yeah. I never, never crossed my mind before. But I see it. Like that has just got to bring the joy of God. Yeah. Like, it's, ah, it's, it's, you see it. The crux <laughs> of existence is is right in that in there oh. somewhere. Yeah. It's it's yeah. I've come across the word wonder this year. I was doing a workshop where you put pictures on the thing, and I know you guys have done this, and it, it's supposed to reveal things about you. And there was travel and all these other things and creative things, and there was food and you know. And I came up across the word wonder. Yeah, food. We're, we're all pro food. Yes, we are. We are eating after this, right? Yes. Right. Totally. <laughs> That's the only reason I came. Right? I, heard, I heard there was food. So, but I came across this picture, and you're supposed to clip all these pictures out, and then throw them in a pile, and just randomly try to select. And I'm trying not to overthink it as a visual person. I end up with this one photograph of like a sign that's in a store, probably in Germany or somewhere. It's a neon sign, and it just says wonder in a window, but it's spelled with a U. It's W-U-N-D-E-R, and I put it on there, and so I'm in a small group kind of like this, and we're working through exercises where we're trying to understand each other's journey and life and what brought us to this point, and this was a men's weekend, and we're talking, and the guys around there, I just met these guys, and I'm hanging out with them for the weekend, and they all looked at me and like, they say, you have wonder everywhere you go. I'm like, what? And they said, we've walked with you across the camp and watched you stop and look at something. Or we've seen you like do this. And they said, that word sums you up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I never thought about that. <laughs> so to me, the wonder of creation, the wonder of snails, the wonder of light. And I'm trying to use that word more and more this year. So today it came to me, I was like, oh my gosh, this yeah, is what so I've been trying to figure out for the whole it's year It's not a now. word that's that common in, in, the, yeah. in the society's lexicon these days, but it is so powerful. When you incorporate the appreciation, uh, there's this wonderful verse that David wrote. It says, I praise you, God, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. What's so great about that is David is saying, I praise the Lord yeah. for how you have made me. Right. So you having a moment of saying, oh, I'm that way? Well, yeah, I do like that. God has made you that way. Mm. And when you embrace that, mm. And you say, that's not a bad thing, or right. I don't need to hate on that, or I don't need to criticize that aspect of right. my personality, or, or think about it from other people's perspectives. Think about it from God's perspective. Mm. Ah, I love that. I made you that way. You enjoy that? I enjoy you mm. having that. I enjoy you mm. wondering and, and, and in, in embracing that. So many artists beat ourselves to death. I am this way. I am that mm. way. I wish I wasn't. I mm. wish I wasn't. I wish I had this. Or or why am I so sensitive? Or all the things. Right. But what if we took a step back and said, I praise you, God, for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made just like I am to see things the way I do, to feel things the way I do, to think the mm. way I do, and to be able to create out of that. And then wouldn't that be like an act of worship? Wouldn't that be just something that would delight the heart of God? Because it's then us being how we're, we're wired Sharing. to be. We're enjoying it, and He's enjoying it. But that's that, you know, that world is just crushing you. You know, it's trying well, to get that thing it, out. You know? it, it, Does that make sense? 
the tortured artist sort of thing is is you know that is that is a common sort of piece of language and to me that that's yes i i get the sensitivity and the torturedness of potentially you know not accepting the world as it's presented to you and all the potential strain and trauma that comes with that but it that to me is looking at it upside down like it Mm. it's an invitation to sharing in the grand arc of creation itself that's 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 deep (laughs) it's very very cinematic well you think about you think about you know the, the the first recorded interaction between the immortal and the mortal is God inviting Adam to name the animals he's inviting Adam right. to join in the creative process like that's the first recorded interaction seriously yeah is invitation to I believe so check me if I'm wrong <laughs> but, but I believe it, that is mm. if not it's the if not the first it's one of the earliest in interactions is mm. invitation into God's just finished creating this glorious universe right that he and he's put us right in the middle of it and said all right we're gonna keep going we're gonna keep creating you get what you're gonna do it with me yeah and so to me that's you know that's why anybody like when people find out I'm a designer or creative you know I, I so often get the I can't draw a straight line or I can't even draw a stick figure or something like that and you know that saddens me because there is there there is a creator in in the core of everyone right it's not it's not well I'm not a creative type yeah but the, the, you, we we define creativity too narrowly yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. That's good. And and I, I had a boss a while back that we were designing a boat, and um, and and then I we had to shift gears and start building, writing a proposal for a new project. And he said, "Now we got to stop the creative part and do do this part now." And I said, "No, if mm-hmm. we don't tell a good story, and and Bam. and keep our create creative juices flowing when we're writing this proposal." we're dead in the water like the the create so so too narrowly defining what creativity and bringing new Mm. bringing like making everything new which is a lot that's a lot broader than we give it credit for yeah that's good i i want to give him a chance you got go ahead to respond to no no i was just gonna say (laughs) that's 100 percent true i feel like people most people neglect that they're creative at all but it's like there's creativity in like every day like absolutely like mm. I feel like like a salesman like the best salesman is going to have a pitch that nobody's ever absolutely. used before and he's going to get True. all these sales or you know somebody pitching for an ad or like some like just like practical like business jobs or whatever it's like like if you're not creative like you're not going to do a good job and it's also it's also like people that like you can't limit the creativity to so it's like an an, an engineer like so, or an architect somebody who just designs buildings is like he's this guy is like I'm, I'm gonna hire somebody to 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 build my my building and like 
I don't know, some made up city, but he's this is going to be the biggest building in the city. Are you going to like, is the guy going to go with some dude who's lived in the same town his whole life, you know, does everything very by the books, very like dot, 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 like just very just straight and narrow guy, doesn't really do too much. Are you going to get, but he's, but he's also a designer and he designs like block buildings, like they're all just blocks. Are you going to go with the guy that, you know, all year round, he's going from city to city, maybe designing one building a year, but that building's renowned because it's so beautiful because he's taken every minute of his life looking at what he likes to do, which is like looking at architecture mm-hmm. and and yeah, finding cool. finding and what he likes too. The work. engineers are going to have to come up with new solutions. It's it's it may be just math, but they are going to have to come up with creative solutions for that building. Yeah. Like the creativity like creativity breeds creativity. Yeah. You know, if 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 I if I design a weird boat, I have the naval architects and the marine engineers going, Whoa, I haven't really done one like this before." And we kind of it invites the whole team the whole, into the journey of mm-hmm. let's get out on the ledge and try something new, whether right. that's the math of figuring out the structure what what kind of materials to use or the structure to use. Or just this sort of the more um, soft side of the design, you mm-hmm. know. All of it is, you know, it, it creativity breeds creativity. Yeah, that's when it's fun and scary if you're on that front yeah. edge. I know you surf, so in the front yeah. edge of that wave yeah, yeah, is yeah. like you're like, oh my gosh, I'm doing yeah. this. I'm the drop in moment. <laughs> Where are we going with this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I cut you off a little earlier. So anything you want? Well, do? I was going back to Genesis because I always like to use. A couple two of my favorite verses, Ephesians two ten, were created as in God's image to be creative. His workmanship is to be creative. But to me, um, in the beginning God created. So the fifth word in the Bible and the very first thing he really does is create and he speaks in the creation. But this hit me sometime in the last week or so because I know one of these days I'm either gonna be a sculptor or a potter or something because I just love I love painting, I love color, but I love the way things feel. And I'm just curious about how they, you know, interact and shapes and stuff. And several artists over the years have transferred, you know, or moved from painting to, you know, sculpting and stuff. And it hit me that, you know, God spoke the universe into creation. He used his voice. He spoke the planets in. He spoke the earth in. He gets to Adam and he actually puts his hands in the dirt. Nice. Yeah. And he, he's a potter. He, he shapes Adam from the dirt. And so he actually... Whether a guy gets his hands dirty, metaphorically, whatever you want to say there, the fact is that he spoke all this, but to us, when he created us, the intimacy of him putting his hands into us and physically just creating us from. And I can't imagine what that moment was like for the, the Trinity. Mm-hmm. You know, they're watching, you know, the Holy Spirit and Jesus and they're and God's doing this. I don't know what that looks like, but to me it's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what just happened there? Yeah, no, that's you epic. Know? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end us on this thought and have us kind of all respond and then say our last words. <laughs> uh, so this is a C.S. Lewis quote, and it says, In each of my friends, there is something that only some other friend can fully bring out. By myself, I am not large enough to call the whole man into activity. 
In each of my friends, there is something that only some other friend can fully bring out. By myself, I am not large enough to call the whole man into activity. And just mm. as a side note, um, C.S. Lewis reigned with the Inklings, which was a group of yep. writers. J.R.R. Yep. Tolkien, who wrote The Lord of the Rings, was a part of it. And they ran in this community for many years, encouraging, critiquing, walking alongside them mm. as collective artists. Yep. So predictably that was my favorite quote of all the th stuff that you shared with us before really? oh, yeah. why is that just share <laughs> just because lewis is he's 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 another level yeah he really he, is he i i uh i just <laughs> just chose a, a, a bible study group this past week specifically because they're they're studying uh the great divorce I'm like oh Everything else just lost. Going right there. <laughs> um, Great book. It is. It is. It changed the way I think about reality. But um, mm. I, it kind of ties back to the thing that um, the thing that you mentioned earlier about each one of us sort of having a unique facets of God in us that He's entrusted parts of himself unique singular parts of himself to each of us and um and but it's but just as with any complex beautiful jewel covered in facets that's that mm. bounce light around mm. that one facet is is it it needs the other facets to have light bouncing around inside that gem mm. to to have that you know, the 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 ultimate possible beauty coming out of that piece of of that creation and so you know it it's well it's said. crucial mm. to be in community um i can't say it much better than lewis did it's it that there are there are things in us that that there will no there's no way for you to just go Lone Ranger out there. You'll miss a huge chunk of what's possible if you're just doing it alone. Yeah. And um, one, of my, yeah. one of my favorite quotes, Reggie Watts quote, when in doubt, zoom out. <laughs> and I love the simplicity of that. And that I find to be true so many ways, but especially when it comes to community and sort of zooming out and, and reconnecting mm. because we're, we're designed for for sharing connection creativity um, and none of those things work very well in a vacuum no amen so yeah. any other responses to that one that was very that's good this is the answer to that statement that question the yeah. fact that you know, each of our Us hearts are like resonating right now because we're all like, "Oh, dude, really? Yes, yeah. That's what you think, or that? Oh, I hadn't thought about that, but yeah." And still, in from David, that statement, it, the facets and stuff of God, we get little glimpses yeah. of that. So to me, it's this is that. This is that community. This is that. You know, whether you call it iron sharpening iron or like <clears> we, it's we like resonate together. I mean, you know, whether it's a musical thing, there's so many things that just happen even 
us sitting around here doing this conversation to me. Well, it just it's, just stirs so many thoughts and and elevates my own desire to go back and create again and come back and share it. Yes, and yeah. show it off and say, so, "What am I doing here? Is this there's working?" A, there's a musical uh, thing where if you hit the uh, on a guitar or somewhere, you hit a note like an A, and there's a string that can respond to that A. It, by you hitting it by itself, the vibrations will actually resonate on the other instrument. I've seen that done. I've seen I've seen this happen. And, and it's sort of like saying it's resonating on the same frequency. And I think that that is very much how the heart of God is, is that he's wanting a community to resonate around a similar frequency, mm. not compete with each mm. other, not try well, to conflict harmonize. with each other, but, but try to be like, yes, that's awesome. You know, and we all need that encouragement. We also need the, hey, that could be better, you know, but it's done within the context of, of others. So, mm. well, I'll, I'll say, let's kind of end it there. Any last words you want to, you want to end us? Uh, sure. <laughs> sure. Come on. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess I guess my final final words of today to kind of summarize a little bit and add a little bit is that, you know, if you want to be a creative person, live a live a creative life, which means experience and feel as much as humanly possible. Mm. And I feel like receiving is just the best thing you can possibly do as an artist so Mm. just live live make sure that you you get out of your own way and kind of just be 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 present and appreciate appreciate life and how god has made you and how Mm. you will never understand everything you can only be curious about everything so you know you're here there we go you're here i can't say it better so Guys, hope you enjoyed it. You got uh, There's gonna be so many links. You have to go check them all out to go check out some of the stuff that we put our hands to. So, thanks, guys. That was amazing. Thanks for the invite. Thank you. As promised, guys. This is Olin with his new song, Surrender. Enjoy.
guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. I am doing a YouTube channel, so we do video formats of these podcasts, and we'd love to have you look there. Okay, guys, until next time, be awesome.